Yo, 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 what's going on, man? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? You better say that. That's what's happening. It's been a busy, busy few weeks. Yeah, yeah, it has, man. It has. It has been rather eventful. It has. Me, bro, really, real talk. For those who don't know, if, you, if you've written a book, that is probably the easiest part of writing a book. You actually writing it. To my yeah. surprise, when I went to check on editors, first editor was speaking about nine plus. I said, "Ooh, she trying to hit me." I guess because she don't she don't know me or something. I don't I don't know. No, the next one, twelve hundred. The next one, fifteen hundred. The mm-hmm. next one, sixteen hundred, and we can go up further if you need marketing. So, bro, I was genuinely caught totally off guard because, you know, I've been doing what I can to establish myself and Mm -hmm. sales from the other book was supposed to facilitate me being able to be able to get this book published. And the bottom line is, as that old adage say, you have to spend money to make money. So needless to say, I now have an editor and I am super excited about that upcoming book i'm hoping to get it out within the next two months and that ties back in you know career i just mm-hmm. change job duties that with the organization i'm working for to where now there i still do the mentoring with the youth i still work with the youth but there's more mixing and mingling to find out different contracts that we might be able to establish to provide youth jobs and everything and what mm-hmm. that's done for me mentally is I'm, I'm one, I love to learn. But the other side of that from my personality is I don't want to make mistakes. So in the midst of learning different marketing techniques and different things concerning how a website is not only built, but managed and put together, it's been blowing my mind, bro. What about you? Oh man, everything is everything on my end. Let me ask you this. Uh, how long did it take for you to write the book and to submit what you believe that you were satisfied with? A few months. I can't I can't accurately tell you how long, but a few months because when I wrote down what God was basically giving me, I just was sitting there writing. And at first I said, okay, this must be a message for somebody because it wouldn't come into me in a teaching aspect. And then there was so much information, so much information that I began to just say, oh, okay, by about page 20, I said, this is a book. And so the biggest part of that is, what is the time to release this book? Because even right now I had decided, okay, I have another book that's built more from a relationship aspect Mm-hmm. It's biblically based. And I said, okay, there's more people asking questions on the internet and different individuals at different ages in life wondering about relationships. And I said, this book would fit. But that book is not completely finished. But this other book is. And so I would say it took months to write it, but it's taken years for me to feel okay on the inside that this is the time, this is the moment, this is the season for this book's release. 
Mm -hmm. And when you said earlier, when you said nine something, you was talking about $900. Yes. Right. And then it just kept going up from there. And for those, and for those who don't know, I don't, I don't know what you think, but for a man starting at this juncture in life, having yeah. been incarcerated for over 27 years, when you spend $900 just to edit a book, the way that registers in my mind, man, I have to sell thousands of dollars worth of books before I can even recoup. Because if this is just the editing, what right. about the rest? But the bottom line, I'm going to do what I need to do. But it was just shocking to me. And sometimes mm -hmm. when you, you, you're following your passion, you're following your dream, I can't speak for the next person, but it's just shocking at some of the price tags that come along with that. Am I mm -hmm. still going to do it? Yes. Y'all believe it's going to be successful? Yes. But I still had to get to the point to where, okay, it's going to cost a lot more than what you thought. Mm -hmm. I, I was looking at something earlier today and I see that uh, e-books, you know, electronic books, I see uh, apparently that's still available. I can't remember what exactly brought me to where I saw that, but uh, I was looking at something and it was saying available on Kindle and the name different mm. platforms and stuff like that. And I guess that helps for people that are, uh, that really just can't find the time or, or uh, they just would rather hear the audio of the book as opposed to reading it or whatever. Man, whoever came up with that, that's a nice lane. That was a nice lane when they came up with that, man, to have someone read a book. And because uh, you can be driving in your car on your way to work or whatever like that and, and kick it on. And I guess uh, at the time of publishing, perhaps they will proposition you with that or maybe they'll ask you. Uh, well, uh, it's not a matter a of just from what I've been able to find out, it's not a matter of propositioning. You can release the book on all those different oh, okay. platforms. And okay. so let me tell you what's a surprise. There's a thing called an ISBN number. Mm. Open up any book and generally it has the copyright and it has the ISBN number. Let me, let me hit you with these price tags. One ISBN number 200 and some dollars. Mm -hmm. 10 ISBN numbers. It's a little bit more, but it's 10. I don't want to call out the wrong thing because we're on the air. But 100 ISBN numbers is like 550. So let me, let me let you know something. Every book that's going to be sold in like your Barnes and Noble Mm -hmm. or on Amazon, or that's going to be sold like that, it has to have an ISBN number. Okay. So the government is even on these books. So for the ISBN number, let's say I, I take this book and I make an audio mm -hmm. and an E mm -hmm. and something else. I have to have an ISBN number for all three. For each. Okay. Okay. So imagine if you only bought one, you, you already six something in the hole with three. Mm -hmm. If you bought mm -hmm. 10, you bought six something in the hole, but you, so, you know, you get a hundred, that hundred can go like that if you're writing things. Mm -hmm. And so these are just some things that I'm finding out. And that's why publishing companies, when I investigated the publishing companies, basically they were like, look, we'll publish it. It'll be 2,200 or more. And so I, when I began to just really look at it, I said, oh, okay, 
people, and I told you this, people who are looking maybe for a side hustle or something to do, if your diction and grammar mm -hmm. is pretty good, you can become an editor. This is an unregulated industry. That means people just solicit this on LinkedIn or Facebook. <clears throat> And these people are actually making money. So literally what friends are asking other friends to do, which is look over my stuff, correct the punctuation, look at the sentence structure, see if these lines match. Mm -hmm. People are charged thousands of dollars for this. Mm -hmm. And since we're speaking about this, I, I believe somebody might be listening who this might help. So you've got the price of the editor. You've got the price for the ISBN numbers. But then you also have to have somebody format it. And what that means when you open up a book, and you see that the columns are this way. You can't have the columns here and the column in there, the column on this page here. So who do you right. think lines that stuff up and makes the margins and decides that this, it needs to sit like this rather than like this? Mm -hmm. All of that costs money. So the mm -hmm. editor, the formatter, and some editors do do formatting. That's more money. Oh, right. we haven't gotten to the marketing aspect Oh, even if you self-publish, you're still going to have to put money into getting those books. And so it's just a lot. And so I have a great admiration and respect for young writers, no matter what your, your natural age is. When, when you're doing this and you're doing this outside of a company's help, man, it takes a lot. And I salute them. Mm -hmm. um, I recently uh, took champ to the library, to the public library. And I don't know why I didn't prepare myself for the card catalog system to be non-existent. So I go in there, I got my son, I got I go in there and I'm like, man, uh, and I asked the librarian, I said, okay, where's your, where's your card catalog? And she looked at me and kind of like laughed, like, yo, did you just fall out the sky or something? Yes. You know, where have you been? And they have a system in place that serves uh, the same duties and the functions that the card catalog did when we were in junior high and, and high school. It's just digital. Matter of fact, she told me, she said, you can uh, 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 go online, you know, and pull up this particular library while you are in here. And if you know the author's name, you can just type just a few of the alphabets in the author's name and it'll pop up all the books that we have from that author inside this library will pop up. And at, and at that particular time, I wanted to read a book from Dr. Michael Eric Dyson. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and it didn't matter to me which one he has, he has recently released his latest one, uh, but I was just wanting to get anything from him and just go forward. Like uh, I actually, since I hadn't read any of his work, his uh, books, I've, I've read some, uh, Op ed, I've read some columns, but I haven't read any of his books. I hadn't read any of his books. So I said, I was going to start from the beginning and just walk my way up. But I think in that particular library, I don't think they had his very first piece of work. But my point is that just to go in there, I'm thinking that I'm going to show Champ how to work the, the actual cards from the card catalog and, and open up the deal and look, you know, in the numbers and, and the alphabetical card and that. No, it's not like that. So uh, I learned that. You're talking about learning things as far as in uh, the literary world. That's something that I that I learned in my recent uh, dealings with the library. But yeah, man, I know you're excited about it. 
I must be, man. We always speak about passive income and it's not just the income, it's the passion, but also yeah. it takes an income to fuel the passion. Yeah. So it, it's just been an exciting journey and it continues to be an exciting journey. And, you know, while we were speaking about that, I want to switch gears and go to, you know, there are a lot of shows on YouTube and the internet itself to speak about prison and basically guys are just getting on there telling prison stories. Yeah. And at least the ones that I've seen, no matter how outrageous they may be in the hearing of somebody who might not know, even if the individual telling the story is really not in the story, he just has seen it from a distance. A lot of these things are reality. And so that struck me. Why are so many people interested in how we, and when I say we, people who have served time in prison, how did we do that time? Mm -hmm. I just find that amazing. I didn't even know that that was a genre, but you know, once you look at something once, if you don't delete it or whatever else, it starts to try to feed you that. I went ahead and delete it, not because I have anything against them, but I'm trying to learn some stuff. I live that. Right, right, right. Right. Yeah, that is. I mean, I guess because um, there was a guy that uh, that I int actually we uh, I'm going to go to work for him soon uh, in the next couple of days. I want to say Monday, Monday or mm -hmm. Tuesday. He's 70 years old. Um, I would say that he's done pretty well for himself and he continues to. And when I shared with him, because during the course of the job interview, you know, I disclosed the information to him because I had previously run into some pitfalls by withholding that same information. So I say, man, let me make Hold my up. election. Hold up. Pause. You know, if we had all the technical technical understanding, we put a big pause on there. What he's saying is they asked him on the paper had he committed a felony. <laughs> and of course, in this particular case, He's thinking because sometimes they only check your background so far. So he's like, I haven't committed a felony in over 10 years. So the answer is no, <laughs> they came back with a background check. So we just want to just let you know, that's some of the things we go through. Background yeah. checks that will disqualify you from doing mm -hmm. what you were trained to do, what you have paid to be trained to do. But because you have a felony on your record, you can't have this job and you can't move into this place. Now, everybody's not like that, but he ran into it and he he takes the blame that he went on ahead and checked that no. This time he checked yes. Yeah, yeah. so I was, I was I was saying that with him and uh, and and because I wanted to, what the text say, make my election sure. I want to <laughs> make sure I had this one, you know, so um, yeah. and sharing that with him because he he he's the owner, you know. He owns uh, a few trucks. He owns a few uh, commercial trucks. I think he has like three or four of them. And there was this uh, huge refinery, this corporation that was extending the contract to him, saying, "Hey, man, we need at least three trucks that will come in and out of our plant uh, hauling chemicals." You know, and he's like, "Okay, I got the three trucks. Let me pursue the drivers." You know. And so um, in the interview, I shared with him, I said, hey, man, I say, this is what I'm going through. I have all the legal qualifications that will uh, enable me 
to go places where you need some homeland security approval. I have all of that. I have the experience. I, you know, so in sharing that, speaking about how there is a fascination with these guys on YouTube, uh, sharing prison stories and whatever like that. When I shared with him that I had been incarcerated, number one, he didn't believe it uh, from looking at me and from talking to me, he expressed that. And then in addition to that, he was like, man, you ain't look old enough to have done that length of time inside of that, you know? And, um, and then he began to ask me, you know, well, what is the nature of that like? What, what is a day in the life? What is that like? And so when you say that you found that, you know, astounding that people like, they going on YouTube and, because like you say, some of these guys, uh, or you didn't readily say this, but I know that some of those guys, man, they have 678,000 views. You know, you're like, who, who wanna hear some prison stories? You know, who wanna, what is the fascination, fascination with that? And I'm just saying that this employer, he too, you know, he was, he, he just wanted to know what that culture was like and what did that uh, entail. Yeah, and do I, I don't know what do it is. Why think they're curious? Why do you think they're curious? For him, I'm, I'm gonna go off of him before I approach the broader realm. Uh, for him, I'm gonna say his age. Uh, again, he's 70. Um, he, the background that he came from, if I'm not mistaken, is military. And they've pretty much always been well to do. And I think that um, is it kind of put me in the mind frame of when they say the good girls like the bad boys. And when I say mm. good girls, meaning that those that um, from what we can tell are they're wholesome, you know, they're 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 the cheerleaders, uh, on the road students, and this, that, and other, but maybe she's attracted to the guy. He has the leather motorcycle jacket. Uh, he doesn't wear the helmet, you know, but he rides the motorcycle, you know. He just colors outside the lines. You know, I think we've, it's safe to say that we've seen some examples of that, you know, and maybe it was because he's been in a uh, working environment and now he's into ownership, you know, predominantly his whole adult life. And so here I am, and I'm offering everything that is outside of that world, you know, uh, and, and it just was like curiosity, you know. Uh, that's the only thing that I can come up with, you know. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, before we go, I've seen this has been about writing, career changes, anything yeah. you want to share with the people that need to be said? Oh, man, uh, 2022, man, we are inside of what they call Black History Month. And uh, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking lately, like, is it really Black history or is it American history? Mm. You know, so that's, you know, that's just something to leave. That's just a little nugget to throw, to just throw to them. You know, that's a little, that's a little, yeah, no look past. Just consider that. Is it really Black history or is it American history? And should we spend some time perhaps renaming it? Uh, I, I believe that the origins of it was just to take uh, some time to accentuate what uh, Afri African-Americans have done and what they've gone through. I, I kind of understand how maybe it was named that, but just in closing, while we're inside of that month, um, perhaps we ought to just, yeah, 
this month in American history, you know. So that's just a little little snippet, maybe another topic for another time. Well, I enjoyed to the day. You know, we're making it short and to the point. And so yeah. I invite everybody back. Yeah. Enjoy this show. You better say that. Because it needs to be said, man. 